Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Ada Limon, and this is The Slowdown. I was sitting with a poet the other day, and we were talking about how so much of what we love about writing poems is how they can surprise you, teach you something you don't know yet. I'm sure there are people who start with an idea, a deep sense of knowing, a certainty, a truth. But mostly, I start with questions, a wonder, a worry, with something that's moving around in me, making me uncomfortable or in pain. And then, if I'm lucky, if I'm paying attention, the poem will unravel on its own and make me aware of something that I might not have even been ready to explore. The act of discovery is what keeps me coming back to the page, the way I might want to start writing about flowers or trees and end up writing a poem about a parent or a beloved friend that's no longer alive. That's what happens when you're not just writing the poem, but you're listening to the poem too. That strange alchemy is hard to explain, hard to teach, and certainly hard to replicate, though we try again and again to capture that buzzing magic that can be addicting as an artist, as a human. Today's poem shows us how that process of discovery can illuminate the real subject matter, and how whether we like it or not, the poem tells us what is circling inside us and cannot be denied. Final Poem for the Field of Poetry by Philip B. Williams In the grip of a nor'easter, you come bearing grief, have in pieces not come in peace. You arrive bladed with certainty. You slam shut the car door and smolder before the locked cabin, rough trip up the Hudson as you distracted yourself with a list of flowers, awaiting deft penmanship to groom them tight and blow them clean. News of your brother's death intercepted your drive to this residency, fellowship among the crude Madonnas of empty mailboxes draped in robes of days-old ice. You have not written about the passing of family before. Their antagonistic absences, intrusive, their teething tombstones in the brain, pill after pill to sleep, to create, to erase. You swallow and scratch into a notepad what the frozen earth refuses, bougainvillea, lilac, burning bush. Another close kin added to the Bible's kept obituaries. You 
hated your brother's left eye, unruly wanderer settling away from you and observing a world you could not sense. Glossy ivy in all its tenure, the tender fingers of buckeye, the white page frozen before you like rhyme. You dig and discover what you already knew, decaying kin, meandering roots, catching his beautiful ankles. You were looking for a way out through beauty, but beauty only goes where needed. On the pad you write, enough. What you've had, how much more of you there is, how much of you will be left when you're gone. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at slowdownshow. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine... I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I was spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.